Today we're celebrating the Feast of Corpus Christi. That means the body of Christ. And as I was reflecting on Corpus Christi, as I was reflecting on what does it mean to receive Christ, the bread and the wine becoming the body and blood of Jesus Christ, and I thought about my father because my father was a very devout Catholic man, but he had dementia at the end of his life. And he was in a nursing facility for about two years. And while he was there, we, I would go in, and my brothers and sisters, we all went in at different times, and he never really knew us. One time he recognized me, and I know one time he recognized the two sisters. But he never really knew who we were. But every time they came in and brought him communion, they would say, Jim, we're going to bring you communion. And he would bend down his head, and he would make the sign of the cross, and then he would mumble with them the Our Father as they prayed it. And I often commented, that, isn't it interesting? He didn't remember his own kids, but he never forgot Jesus Christ. And I think that's the challenge of this feast day. <clears throat> I remember a number of years ago when I was in Lafayette, we had a, a young priest, and he decided he wanted to take communion to the jail. And I said, great, I'll call the sheriff, and you go over and talk to him. So I called the sheriff, told him this is what he wants to do, and he said, we're not going to let him in. I said, what do you mean you're not going to let him in? He said, you can't just waltz in here and give communion to people. I said, well, talk to him and meet with him. So he came back and he said, no, they won't let me go in. And I said, well, maybe it's because you're a priest. I'm just kidding with that one, okay? So, <clears throat> but here's the irony. We had this little lady. She was 80 years old. Her name was Sicily. And Sicily came to me one time and she said, I want to take communion to the hardest parishioner that we have. The one who's going to be the most difficult for the priest to do. I want to take that person. And I said, why? And she said, because I've been praying. I go to adoration every week. And while I'm in the chapel, it dawned on me that I so much appreciate and love that I get to come and sit in the presence of Jesus Christ. And I need to take him to somebody. And it needs, somebody, needs to be somebody who really needs Jesus Christ. So I said, great. So I gave her the name, called the woman, told her she'd be coming. Got along just fine. And after about two months, she came to me and she said, I was in adoration the other day and I misunderstood what God wanted me to do. And I said, okay. She said, I'm still going to take that lady communion. I'm still going to take her communion, but that's not what God wanted me to do. God wants me to take communion to people who can't come to the imprisoned, and I want to go into the county jail. And I said, no problem. I'm going to call the sheriff right now. So I call him. His name is Smokey. Okay, that was what we called him. I said, hey, Smokey, it's Father Dan. I have a lady here who has been doing adoration. Now, Smokey's not a Catholic, okay? He's a great guy, good Christian man, but he's not a Catholic. And I said, she's been doing adoration for the last number of years, and she said that God wants her to bring communion to the jail. And I said, so what do you think about that? And he said, is she with you right now? And I said, yeah. I said, I'm not doing anything this morning. Why don't you come on over to the jail with her? <clears throat> and I said, okay, are you sure? And he said, if God has said he wants her to in here, she should be in here. I'm sitting here thinking, what are you talking about? She's 80 years old. But so we go to the jail, and the next week she started taking communion every single week. 
They never had a problem with her. But here's the th issue. She was 80 years old, and she didn't care what these prisoners said or did. She was going to correct them. And she was known for smacking a guy one time in the face. You don't use language like that when I'm here. <laughs> and, um, but she became like everybody's mother. And I, I've often thought about that. I thought, that's the point of adoration. That's the point of coming to Mass on Sunday. We don't come to Mass on Sunday to make ourselves feel good. In fact, it's probably the exact opposite. When we come to Mass on Sunday, we should feel a little guilty because God is doing so many great and marvelous things. That's the challenge. We don't come here for us. We come here for the world. We're, we come to Mass to change our own lives, to become holier, better people, and then to be commissioned by God to go out and to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. You don't leave here to be made to feel good. You leave here to be made better when you get out in the world in which we live. We were re, um, talking the other day about nursing facilities and because everything's opening up again. So obviously we're getting ready to go back. And they said, you know, we're going to need some volunteers. And when we were doing this over at Holy Spirit, I made the comment we were going to start saying mass every week at each of the different facilities. And we were telling them what we wanted to do. And one of the men raised his hand and said, are you serious about all this stuff? And I said, yep, I expect the people to get communion two and three times a week. And he said, why? And I said, why? Because they can't come here. And I said, these are the people who built our churches, who built our hospitals, who built our grade schools, our high schools, our universities. These are the people who made us the greatest group of people on the face of the earth because of the way they lived their life. And now you're going to tell me we can't take them communion? when they're on their deathbed in a nursing facility? Oh, he said, I'll take charge of the whole thing. And he did. It's not always easy. I had a, a couple issues with a few nursing facilities in this area which wouldn't go unnamed because I'm not that kind of a person. But I had a nursing facilitator when I, since I've been here, I wanted to come in and anoint somebody who had the virus. And they said, you can't come in. And I said, well, what, how can you meet me halfway? And they said, what do you mean meet you halfway? And I said, well, if I can't come in, what can I do? Because I know other facilities have let me come in. And I, I said, I can gown up, I can dress up, I can put on the shield, I can put on gloves. And they said, nope, not and come in here. And I said, could you open the window three to four inches, just enough for me to stick my hand in and anoint her? And she said, didn't I tell you no? Well, that was all she needed to say. But then she said, I would have thought by now the church would meet you or meet us halfway. And I said, dear, now let me explain something. If I ever call, if you're a woman and I call you dear, that's not a compliment, okay? <clears throat> and I said, dear, let me explain something to you. I said, I asked for a window to be open three inches, and you said no, and you're accusing me of not meeting you halfway. Someday we'll have a talk about this, and I will tell you what halfway is. Have a good day. And she said, you're not coming in? And I said, you told me I couldn't. And she said, you can't. 
and the lady died without the sacrament. Now, I've often felt badly about that. I should have just like broken the window in and reached through, but I probably would be in jail and I wouldn't be here now. But here's the challenge. We come to Mass to receive Jesus Christ, not to feel good about ourselves, but to be made better and to carry Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. So on this Feast of Corpus Christi, let us give thanks that God nourishes us with his body and his blood.